This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Welcome, welcome. Everything, it feels like it's a fresh new day. If you have not noticed, Betches celebrated our 10th birthday this week and everything is just a little bit glowed up. You probably see our brand new podcast cover featuring our lovely faces reenacting the iconic Taylor Armstrong, Kyle Richards meme. But that's not all that's new. All new merch, our website. Betches.com, brand new, looks fab. And the app Betches podcast is also relaunched with our three co-founders, Sammy, Aileen, and Jordana, taking it back over. They're talking about their business, friendship, life journey together. It's super exciting uh, to have them back on a podcast together. So go check that out at Betches and... Yeah, we have a lot to talk about today. We are going to recap Below Deck Sailing and Real Houses of Dallas. Uh, But before that, let's talk about a little news. When we were recording on Monday, we said that Lala was in labor, going to have her baby any minute. And lo and behold, she posted about the baby while we were in that recording. Of course. Um, What has happened multiple times every time we record. What what do you think of the name Ocean? I think it's really pretty. I I, I, it definitely has some sort of meaning that we don't mm-hmm. know about, but, or maybe not. I don't know, but I love the ocean. So I love that. I think it's really nice that I think so. Her maiden name is the baby's middle name. So it's Ocean Kent, which is, it's just a really pretty name. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's like a unique name, but not a strange right. name. You know, like it doesn't feel like she picked something like crazy crayon. weird just to do. Yeah. um so congratulations to lala very exciting less exciting but very intriguing did you see this video yesterday i have no circulating um okay so you have to go watch it brian brandy's husband yes so it's it's on the bravo baby's story if if it's not still up i think at bravo and cocktails was the account that posted it originally so it's a video of a man who looks a lot like Brian Redmond dancing with a woman in a club. It's unclear exactly when it's from, but definitely not from like 15 years ago. And the woman was not Brandy. The woman is not Brandy and he kisses the woman in the video. And so, of course, uh, this is all alleged. But it, if it looks, if it is who it looks like, it is unfortunate um if it we hate qu- to- walks like a duck and quacks like a duck <laughs> <laughs> uh it's just it's, it's interesting because there have been some rumors yeah. around the time when she announced her departure there had been that blind item 
that said like a housewife's husband was cheating and like the baby was actually his, which has been kind of like whispered about with their adopted child. I, it's the kind of thing where like, I I don't need to make any big uh, Mm -hmm. theories about what happened, but the video is not great. It is just so wild that people like that, like is Brian famous? No, under no circumstances. But like, is he on a reality TV show where people would recognize him? Yes. So like, are you trying to get caught? Like you go to a bar with people there. Like it's not that dark in there where people can't see you. These men on Bravo just cannot keep it together. We've seen Michael Darby fall into a similar situation. A couple seasons ago on Married to Medicine, Dr. Jackie's husband was like seen out with a woman and it was in the blogs. It's just the kind of thing where... Even if you aren't famous, think about like if you or I were in a bar and we saw Brian Redmond making out with a woman who's not his wife. Am I going to tell someone? Hell yeah. I'm going to talk about it on this (laughs) podcast. Like, (laughs) I'm going to bring you the exclusive. (laughs) Yeah. Like we don't owe anything to you, Brian. We're going to tell everyone we know. And and then everyone would be like, who's that? And then that's the kicker everyone in everyone in my actual life would be like who's that but then it would be like the highest performing thing i've ever posted on (laughs) social media Um, (laughs) so we'll see we'll see what's happening with uh with brandy and brian brian's instagram account is deactivated right now but i don't know if it is as of yesterday or if it was like that before who knows I need to watch this video. Like, I didn't even know this existed. I mean, it's just like 15 seconds long, but you have to watch it. Let's just talk about Real Housewives of Dallas first, because we're already on the the Brandy Redmond train. So we pick up where we left off at Deandra's shaman slash hairdresser party. (laughs) And, (laughs) you know, Darren has a very uh, interesting energy. They're going around the circle doing these, like, chantings. And, you know, all the women seem to be... Right. Like varying levels of into it. I just want to reiterate that like this isn't she wasn't having because we will get into this later. I I have a lot to say about Brandy. Um, it wasn't like a religious thing. Like you didn't have to go if you didn't want to. Like Deandra was do she wasn't forcing anyone. Like it was a nice little moment. Did it, would I have enjoyed it? Probably not. It's not my thing, but I would have went and like done what my friend like me what my friend enjoys so i would have been i would have been the same as most of these women where i'm like kind of giggling under my breath and then like (laughs) that was fun yeah but Um, it meant a lot to deandra and like they that was respectful of the ladies to participate but of course anytime you have somebody remotely spiritual or anything on one of these shows it's then used as a plot device so darren groups them up in dyads which is just a fancy way of saying he paired them up with people that they have like lingering issues with so of course deandra and carrie have a little moment with each other they seem like they are still at least pretending to be in a better place Mm -hmm. and then of course we have brandy and tiffany paired up and Brandy seems a lot more understanding than she was in Austin that it's her problem that she needs to figure out. Right. And so whether or not it is coming from a sincere place or it's ultimately going to lead anywhere good, I appreciate that she is no longer kind of putting it on Tiffany. Right. Like, and I feel like I said this, that she needed time. I know that's not an excuse, but like, I feel like she needed to realize what the issue was. And I think in this episode, we saw that she realized that she needed to make a change, but 
Honestly, I have to say, like, I want more from Stephanie this season. Like, she has no drama. I know I was, we love Stephanie, but, like, yeah. and that she rarely does have drama. But I'm like, wait a second. All this drama is, like, overshadowing her and, like, Cam, too. Like, the two – Cameron, I can't. And her confessionals is one of the funny – I can't, like, not laugh at her. She has – and mm-hmm. also, like – was there some issues with her and Tiffany in the beginning? Yes, but I feel like she has redeemed herself. Like she's yeah. not a problem. But I these other women, their drama is too powerful for me. I was I was actually thinking about that this morning because I saw somebody post a meme that was like, um, you know, like I'm rooting for Deandra and Tiffany and everyone else, like I'm not into. And I was thinking about who is like Harsh everyone thing. else, and I'm like, I'm like, uh, but I'm like, okay, like Carrie, yeah, like I don't love Carrie. Brandy obviously has some issues. Cameron, I can see her being polarizing. Like a lot of people find her annoying, but right. like Stephanie, I feel like I just have no impression of her this season. Like she's taking I, I a backseat. Earlier, we saw her with the Hallman Foundation stuff, but that wasn't really like there was nothing interesting happening. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's. And it just, it's a nice personal storyline, but there was nothing kind of dramatic about that. She really hasn't gotten involved in the whole Brandy thing, which I think is probably a good decision on her part because she's not really like attaching herself to Brandy while mm-hmm. she's being problematic. But yeah, like we're what, like nine or 10 episodes into the season. And I feel like Stephanie hasn't really given us anything, which is you know not great i mean and the only party she hosted well party was the lunch where brandy and tiffany first like talked and that was not even about her so hopefully it's weird because i feel brandy and stephanie have always been kind of a package deal on dallas housewives and for the first couple seasons like brandy and leanne had this whole big drama and so stephanie was kind of right there Mm -hmm. with it but now that Brand, we know Brandy's leaving, it's like, where does that even really leave Stephanie in the group? I think she gets along with everyone, but it's like, kind of, who cares? I don't know. It's it's strange because I think people like Stephanie for the most part, but you have to actually like contribute to the group dynamic. It's like a Ugh. group project. Like you, <laughs> you have to do your part too. Okay, like you need to participate. Right. Right now, like her PowerPoint slide would look really pretty, but she would only do like one slide. And, and she's like, no, she's the one that would read off the slide as opposed yeah. to like, as opposed <laughs> to like talking and whatever she would like. Re- yeah. Okay. We're not in school with Stephanie, but this is our impression of what would happen. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card. Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Tiffany Moon is obviously the MVP of the group project. I mean, okay. Also, <laughs> like Tiffany has really come, like she's she's um, I think being more herself now. Like she's being a little this, yeah. This week a she breakthrough. felt so much more kind of like at ease. The the stuff with her and her boss and like her husband seems so kind and understanding and he's supportive so cute. he's always like waiting for her and like yeah. when he had wine and like cheese set up like and yeah. she's like and so it was great to see that kind of weight lifted off her shoulders yeah. and then 
after her moment with Brandy at, at her birthday party at the end of the episode, she seemed really like she was just having a good time. And like, she finally felt comfortable with the group and like, she was not kind of overthinking every interaction. And it was so nice to see because it was her birthday. She deserved it. And after kind of what she's sort of been put through her paces with the women, it's like, just have fun. Like these women can drink. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Like, Car- <laughs> so Carrie hosted Tiffany's Moroccan themed birthday party, which I wouldn't say the theme, the everything was on point. I think it was beautiful. And like, there was. I think the balloons were lovely, but I don't know what they had to do with Morocco. No. And like, all they all looked beautiful. The outfits are beautiful. I loved the, the, um, yes. tablescape, the food, everything. Um, the outfits. Oh my God. Yeah. When everybody was showing up, I was like, Deandra looks great. Gorgeous. Tiffany looks great. Mama D looks great. Yeah. So Mama D was <laughs> Tiffany's surprise. Okay. And also we found out obviously like first episode when we met, met Tiffany, that Mama D was the reason, but even last night when Tiffany was like, she's like my mom, like I know her better than I know Deandra, but they, did they still haven't told us like how, like, like, why? Yeah, like, can somebody, <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep talking about this and no, not f- fill us in. I need Honestly, to know. We, we need to get, we need to get Tiffany Moon on the podcast. Let's make that happen. Uh, yes. Because <laughs> I have questions. <laughs> but yeah, this birthday party looked nice. They're, I mean, they are taking shots on shots on shots. It's, you know, a whole thing. I'm impressed. Multiple, half of these women are like 50. So good for them. Um <laughs> I have but, to say that when this they were talking about the shaman and you can tell Brandy had some ammo in mm-hmm. her already. And she when she said to Mama D, what are you guys talking about? Because she was almost like looking for that to jump in. Right. She was waiting for it to come up. I have to say that through all the years, through all the franchises, throughout every stupid argument, Ooh. my my jaw dropped during this and I was very very shocked and disappointed and I am no longer a Tiffany uh I sorry not Tiffany a Brandy stick not that I ever stand Brandy but like you're not you're not feeling her nope that after last night no nope that was so bizarre so she made some comments while they were at the party Mm -hmm. or I guess in her confessional about how you know it made her a little uneasy or you know she preferred to stick with her Christian faith which is fine absolutely each their own absolutely you don't like if you feel uncomfortable in a situation that's I mean that's your feeling like nobody's going to tell you your feelings are wrong but when when Mama D says that she felt the shaman was demonic that was like funny to me. I was like, LOL, Mama D. Mama what? D yeah, is there. I have my own. She's a problem then, as it is. So, but then Brandy then takes that and really goes to the next level. And she says that she felt that Darren, he wasn't speaking through the word of God. And that in all these crazy times in the world, Deandra as a Christian should be leaning on the word of God. And that as her sister in Christ, Brandy feels like it's her duty to say something to Deandra. And I, when I heard the phrase sister of Christ, I was like, what show am I watching? Oh my God. And Brandy said she doesn't believe you should find answers in anyone other than God. But then you go to Deandra's confessional and was like, this was a meditation. Like this wasn't religion. And, and by the way, like 
I'm not a religious person and like you're right to each their own. I'm not mad about that. You can feel any way you want to. That does not matter to me. What bothered me was that Brandy was telling Deandra how she should feel and what she should do and that her v- views were wrong. And I I like took almost like offense to that for Deandra because no one in their right mind, you believe what you believe. You don't force other people to believe that. And also Deandra even said like, this wasn't a religious thing. This was like, not, it was not, we're on two different pages. And then when they did the flashback and showed that Brandy, you know, did all visited all these other people like the psychic and blah, blah, blah. Like you were okay with that. But my shaman was a problem. It was just super weird. It's like, why are you, like why is this what you're talking about and she and i i love that deandra deandra then says jesus would not be judging me the way brandy's judging me and brandy is not jesus and it's like i love that but it's uh, it it also uh, made me feel like if i were ever to meet brandy or anyone of any other religion i would automatically and i don't give a fuck who judges me i don't care but like (laughs) i would feel judged by brandy because we don't believe in the same things I don't believe in what she believes in. So I have weird. Yeah. I have kind of like weird, like complicated feelings about that. Cause it's like, I obviously anyone is super open to whatever beliefs, right. You know, anybody should believe what they want to believe, but yeah, I, I am not a religious person and I, it makes me very uncomfortable when people try to kind of put their, belief structure or like kind of try too hard i mean i've had experiences with family that are religious and it's like you know sometimes it can be a little uncomfortable even if it's not directly like you should you should be doing this Mm -hmm. like the the kind of invitations or the constant like oh like if like you shouldn't learn more about this or like whatever, like that kind of thing. And for Brandy to kind of be bringing that energy into something that's clearly not about that. It's like, Deandra is not saying like, fuck Jesus. Like I'm not doing that shit anymore. It's like, she literally is just like exploring her options right? on and a different level. You and can it's be like, why spiritual. are we talking about like scripture right now? This is so dumb. Right. And watch what happens live last night. I forgot who it was, which by the way, friend of the pod, Sasha was on watch what happens live yes. last night. It was amazing, but we they were it. like, why can't you be spiritual and religious? Like, and you can be, you can right. be anything you want. We're talking about this way too long. I don't want to give Brandy the satisfaction. <laughs> like this Let's- was too much. So let's get to the other uh, the other big conflict at this party, which is uh, so later in the night, Deandra is wasted, and Jen, <laughs> who I still wish they were actually pretending, you know, not acting like she's not there most of the time. Who, by the but, way, loved the shaman. <laughs> Jen, yeah, loved. she was into it. She was having a good time. So earlier in the night, uh, Dee had been talking about her, you know, past basically when she was like trapping her husband, Mr. Simmons. Um, And Jen asks Deandra. So if he, if Simmons, I can't remember his first name, if he was your stepfather, then why is your last name Simmons? And Deandra, it was such a weird energy because Deandra goes, well, mom, why don't you tell her? And I don't know what she thought her mom was going to say, But her mom then says, well, you know, I remember Deandra said that Simmons will take me lots farther than Callaway, which was her original last name. 
And so she changed her name basically to get ahead in life. And Deandra like loses it. She is so angry. And I just don't know, like, what did she think Dee was going to say? Because if she thought that was what she was going to say, I don't think she would have asked her. Well, okay. Here's the thing. If I think that Deandra and her mother have a relationship that nobody can decipher, like it's, yes, it is crazy because I think they're very different and I like Deandra and I Mama D is just like no disrespect, but she's like just not my cup of tea. But at the same time, <laughs> she is a more old school. So I have to remember that, although she looks amazing and doesn't look that much older. She's like from a different like generation. So I feel like she handles things differently. But I think that Deandra was asking her in hopes that her mom would have her back and say anything other yeah. than what she said. And the fact that what after Deandra blew up and Mama D left and stood in the corner watching with a grin on her face was like getting under my skin. Like it was they she, have a weird she, kind yeah, of like she did that on purpose. Back and she, forth. she knew what she was saying. She knew what she was doing right. and she did that on purpose. And especially because Cameron tells us in the confessional that this is sort of a rumor that's gone around Dallas about Deandra for years that she changed her name to Simmons because she, you know, thought it would be better for her (laughs) career prospects and stuff. And it's interesting to have that context because then it really is clear why why Mama D saying that would be kind of a trigger for Deandra. And it clearly is. And I'm sure alcohol also was not helping that situation. Mama D was like, she's drunk. And I was like, you did this to get a a, a rise out of her. But it's it's funny because to eat like, okay, good for Deandra. She did what she had to do. Is it right? Whatever. But but that's not the point. The point to me, it was the point that like her mom almost like not like throwing her under the bus and i was laughing when deandra was like now i'm not going to get my inheritance (laughs) i thought that was the funniest part because she was like mama d kind of just blew up her spot and she was like well what'd you want me to say like that's the truth so i said the truth and i was like you could have said anything anything else like it's but yeah you're right i don't know like deandra handed that to her on a silver platter basically and it looks like we are going to see the D and Deandra conflict uh, continue in the next episode. So I'm I'm excited for that. I I I get what you mean about not loving Mama D, but I do think when she is used effectively, her energy really brings something extra to the show. I'm glad we're not seeing the the back and forth about their business anymore, really. But this is kind of a fun new. Uh, avenue for them to explore yeah and also we just have to point out the snakes that were at the party and like oh my god a bunch of drunk women like beyond drunk running around with like pythons and garden snakes like this it was too it was scary cameron cameron petting a snake in her lap and telling her that it's okay that she's not a show snake (laughs) (laughs) and then she was like i have to be honest i I do have one python bag Don't we all? Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times one for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day, I just drink Splash and like it. 
Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. Let's talk about Below Deck Sailing. I actually loved this episode. I I thought it was... I thought it was a lot of fun. I think this cast is really clicking for me. Obviously way better than season one of Below Deck Sailing right off the bat. Ugh, yes. Um, okay. So we we have the aftermath of Sydney and Gary hooking up in the guest cabin. And I appreciate, even though it's, I guess, none of our business, I appreciate that Sydney confirms that they did have sex because it's just nice to know. Right. Um, but, but Gary claims they just had a <laughs> cheeky little kiss. But right. he so was joking. The, Something that sort of permeates through the episode is that Sydney and Gary seem to be on very different pages about how they're talking about this situation. Sydney immediately goes to the other women's cabin and tells everyone, including Daisy, her boss, or not her boss, but the chief stew, that they slept in the guest cabin. Meanwhile, Gary is playing dumb, acting like nothing happened. And when there's like, you know, a mess in the guest cabin, he's like, oh, who did that? And it's like, Boy, like you, your spot has been blown up. You, everybody knows. Here's the thing, though. Like, if you guys did that, why couldn't you have just cleaned the guest cabin? Like, I don't understand that part. Oh and then yeah, also, <laughs> when they went back to like call him out on it and the handprints on the thing, what was all of that dust? Like, what was that? What, like, why was I don't that know. there? That means the guest cabin was dirty ahead of time. Like unclear, unclear. I'm not gonna. It was like the Titanic in 2021. (laughs) I don't know anything about cleaning a boat, but um, (laughs) yeah, it's like honestly, it's shocking that they weren't in more trouble for sleeping in the guest cabin. So at the very least, they should be owning up to it and like cleaning up after themselves captain glenn is Um, the best they're like sitting in the crew after when daisy gets mad it's the funniest thing ever i really love her as a chief stew and like she was like she's always like 
what? And like runs, but like I found out something. I didn't know that that was called the bathroom, the debt, the head, head. Yeah. Like I didn't know that to be honest, but when she finds out not one, but two of them were used by, by crew members, like captain Glenn was in the crew mess with them. And he's like, just don't let it happen again. I was like, he's right. I like that. He has a hands-off approach with that kind of stuff, because I think Captain Lee is kind of more in the middle, but like Sandy gets so involved in that stuff. And it's like, just take a step back. Like, right. And it's so funny now that we've seen three captains, we really do notice the micromanaging that yeah. Sandy does. I didn't realize oh it until like comparing to other captains, I would be so mad, but I love. Captain um, Sandy. But yeah, I like, I like that Daisy is like is trying to get Allie in line with her turndowns. She seems like, she is on top of things, but not in a way that's like petty, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we also have Natasha being annoyed with Daisy again. I feel like Natasha's kind of like looking for reasons to is not it, yeah, be. Yeah, this is a power team, thing. Daisy. Mm-hmm. It feels like so far, I understand maybe that first breakfast where they didn't want to have whatever, like that was maybe a real argument but since then it's like you need to just like suck it up and deal with it because i don't think daisy is really like fucking up that bad Mm -hmm. and or at least not from what we've seen right so the thing is we've said this before about like the cruise like this is one of the you know there's not that many problems but one of the problems of them meeting each other the day they start to work like you need to like kind Mm -hmm. of get a grasp on how you would work together before you work together. And it's just, you kind of jump, you each have a different learning style and, and management style. And this one just doesn't seem to be clicking at all though. Like, I don't know why it seems very easy to, for them to get along. And I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know who's going to win this one either, (laughs) to be honest. I don't know. But um, speaking of disagreements, so JL, fucks up again with some some something with a rope i don't know and so gary kind of something with a rope you mean gary telling him to do something and he just stands there with it watching the guests on a paddleboard <laughs> yes um so so gary says that they will be switching cabins he doesn't want to hear about it um and it's interesting that jail is like still angry and it's like i don't know what you want him to say though like you messed up your job again you said you're not getting any sleep like i get that you don't want to share the cabin with captain glenn but like sorry sorry like it's captain it glenn is isn't is. looking to have like midnight stories with you like you're just oh there to like sleep literally gary just gary just slept in the guest cabin so he could yeah. have sex and glenn like doesn't even care like it's not clearly captain glenn is not like a a tough person to share a cabin with right i think he just doesn't like that gary's kind of pulling a power play on him but i understand where gary's coming from and also gary probably doesn't want to share with captain glenn either (laughs) (laughs) i Um, i I think the problem though with jl is that he's late he seems to be lazy that's it he's lazy he's like yeah it's like there are certain things where it's like okay maybe this is because you're not getting enough sleep maybe you don't have that much experience but when you combine that with a laziness factor it's like that's when it really becomes a big problem right and i think that was the issue on regular below deck with shane last season Mm -hmm. was like okay like maybe there are some mistakes that are teachable moments or understandable but then when you're also just late to everything right yeah it's just not meant to be but okay so 
problem arrives. Oh my God, uh, we can just break Maybe into song on a drop of a dime. But so <laughs> COVID has now arrived on screen in real time and it is scary to watch. We don't know if it's COVID yet, but one of the guests doesn't feel good. Andy, he has a fever. They bring, they take precaution very quickly. Everyone does everything they need to do. The guests are to stay in their cabin. These guests are quite difficult. They are not the most easygoing guests. And they have the option of staying in their cabins until the guests' COVID tests come back, which could be a little while, or bring Mm -hmm. them back to anchor and have them stay in a hotel. So the guests are those typical guests. Are you kidding? I've been quarantined already for a week. These are the rules. Like, like these we're are paying the rules. so much money and we're locked in a box. It's Ew, like, he babe, is that, it's a pandemic. He is that type of guy who like goes to a club once, gets like bottle service and just like stands there and dances with the bottle and is wearing sunglasses. Like I can see it. I feel like these people, I like, I obviously I understand the frustration, but for them to be like, mad at the crew it's like you need to understand that you are on a luxury vacation in the middle of a pandemic and like things might not go according to plan and i'm sure they signed some form or you know agreed to something with this specific protocol laid out like i'm i don't think this is a surprise totally Um, but so we end on a big cliffhanger waiting to get the test results i'm really curious i i just want to address really quickly though the Sydney and Gary situation. Mm-hmm. So they're working like the next day after hooking up and Gary is basically not giving Sydney the time of day. And I, she says that Gary has been all work and no flirt all day, which might just be like, he's doing his job. Right. Um, but it looks like in the next episode, he's going to try to hook up with Allie, which is just, it's not going to end well. Okay. So he made it very clear that this was not going to be, an ongoing thing. So I do have to give him credit for that. But also Mm -hmm. I thought Sydney was going to be one of those girls who acted like it never happened, but she, but you know what? It were, she's a girl and a human people develop feelings. Like it could happen. And you know, they're, uh, they're in this close quarters. And I feel like it's the kind of thing where even if in your head, you know, that it's not going anywhere, being like stuck spending time with someone or whatever, it messes with your head and you might see things that aren't there or you might make up things in your head. And I just think, I just think it's like, you know, he's your boss. You got to play it a little more cool than that. We'll see what happens next episode, but I'm into this season. I feel like uh, they're delivering. We're only three episodes in and I feel like actually a lot has already happened. I know. I'm excited. Wait, but the the most fun thing that we see in the preview for next episode, because the guests are off oh, the boat quarantining, they, they get, get to, to have out. like an extra party night. I know, but they get so, to stay in, but party. Yeah, so fun. Um, but yeah, I'm loving the season. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with another episode talking about New Jersey and Summer House, of course. Uh, so rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches, and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter.
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.